Yay! Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, friends. We had a week hiatus, I believe. is It feels much longer, but yeah. <laughs> it was a the, week. Yeah. The birthday girls are back. You got your we Taurus twins in full back. effect. <laughs> Love it. You're almost yes. birthday twins, y'all. Like, yes. Almost to the day. So I know. I'm the 20, April 27th and Shani is April 28th. Yeah. What time, do you know what time you were born on the 27th? Yeah. At 11, 12 PM. So I was literally almost born on the 28th. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so close. Oh. I know, but I, uh, I do love my birthday because I share a birthday with Lizzo and yes. every year I get so excited because she'll do a birthday post and I'm like, Oh, it's my birthday too. <laughs> It's like you're celebrating with Lizzo. She know, does her birthdays up right. Like she does. Damn. If I had I the know. funds, ooh, I, would, I know. I would her blow. birthday shoot alone. I was just like, why didn't I think of this? Like right? her Instagram post, I was like, she's always one step ahead. <laughs> one step ahead of me. I feel like she's like maybe how people are with um like Christmas or yeah. any other holiday. She's probably like the day she's like Santa, like the day <laughs> over, she starts planning her birthday. For right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, I am really excited for this episode. I am, I think I'm going to be kind of like a, I'm going to put in like put my words in occasionally, but I feel like I'm going to be like the, the quiet listener and the learner today. <laughs> Well, I'm excited. Can I go ahead and say our quote and then we'll explain like what, yes. why, what we mean by all of this? Yes. Um, okay. So our quote, we went back to the bard himself, um, William Shakespeare. Happy belated little... birthday too. He was born on the 26th. Oh my God. Taurus King. Uh -huh. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh my God. I'm going to have to look up his astrology chart later, but mm -hmm. Old Bill Shakespeare, um, he said, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. And I would just like to say, Bill, I love you, but like, like I agree with this to an extent. Like mm -hmm. I fully, fully support that we are in charge of our own lives. We have free will. We can choose how we want to live our life. But I disagree about the stars part because some people may or may not know I'm really into astrology. I love talking about astrology. I actually do astrology readings for people. I'll pull your birth chart. And that's kind of what Shani means by she's going to listen and learn because I pulled her birth chart. And that's what we're going to talk about today is just how the stars maybe can show us a path. So it's not so much that it's like this, you have to do this. These are the steps or right. you're going to be in trouble. Like it's not a scary thing. It's like yeah. astrology is your GPS. It's like your Google map <laughs> and it shows you all the roads and options for your journey of life, right? Like the stars are not your destination. They're the roads that show you. And so when you pull your birth chart, when you do an astrology reading or have someone do it for you, it's really just a way to show you how specific signs in specific houses can let you know how you naturally relate to the world. Yeah. And that's why I love astrology because 
because it just, in a way, it's almost like it hypes you up. You're like, oh, that's why I'm that way. Or that's why I think like that. Or maybe something that you've been guilting yourself about your entire life. That's actually just part of who you are and you can stop the shame cycle. So, (laughs) so I wanted to get your thoughts on that quote though, Shani, what do you think? I feel like I, astrology is something that I have not been into all of my life, but I feel like as I've gotten older, I've discovered more and more about it that does very much align with who I am as a human being. And like you said, mm-hmm. I have those moments. Stace gave me this like beautiful book last year for my birthday and I was reading through it and just some of the bits and pieces about who I am on my specific birthday where I grew up, so much of it aligns to my personality. And like you said, there are aspects about who I am as an individual, which for the mm-hmm. long time, I'm like, why am I not good at like, you know, talking about myself or like, why am I not good at like promoting myself? Like that kind of stuff that for the longest time I would give give myself so much shit about it, mm-hmm. but I've learned more about myself as an individual through astrology. And it's just like, wait, that's like my makeup. And yeah. I feel like what I take away from old Billy Shakes is that <laughs> <laughs> while, while the stars have so much information for us, we can choose, like you said, to go down that path. Or if you feel like, like for me, when it comes to like self-promotion and <sighs> not feeling weird about being like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm going to tell people that I'm good at, good at it <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is to like kind of going against my grain. So mm. it's that like conscious choice of saying, okay, I know that this is my makeup. I know that this is part of who I am, but I'm going to make a conscious choice to push against that grain. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard <laughs> Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not how my body wants to be. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of where I, where I go with this quote is the fact that the stars are a map. Like you said, it's a, it's a, it, they're legitimately like, it's a map of stars and yeah. we can follow our course based on the information we're given, or we can decide to be in charge of those little choices that will maybe shift mm-hmm. our path, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. But I also, I don't know as much about it. So I'm like a, <laughs> I'm an excited learner today, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love learning about this too, because it really helps me. Like I've learned so many things, like just studying my own chart that have helped me be like, Oh, so that's just part of who I am. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to like, there's nothing like wrong I'm with some me. kind of weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, like I learn, I learn, I'm learning and I have learned from Cho at astro.forecast. And she's an incredible person. If you want to follow her on Instagram, Um, but she's a great teacher and she has like a, like a group program you can be a part of and you can do online learning and stuff. And so a lot of the things that I'm going to say, I've learned from her, but I just want to share with everyone, like how you can benefit from an astrology reading. So like, for instance, knowing your sun, your big three is what we call it. So that's your sun, your moon, your rising, and you have to know 
first of all, the date you were born. But what most people don't know is their exact time of birth, because you're going to need your time of birth to know your exact moon sign and your rising. And then you're also going to need to know where you were born. So I pulled Shani's chart um, and, you know, her birthday's April 28th. Um, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about the big three for you, Shani. Um, so your sun sign that for everybody is going to be your true self. That's when you shine, that's your self-expression. That's who you are to your core as a core person. Mm -hmm. And Shani, you are Taurus. I'm a Taurus. We're Lizzo's a Taurus. Mm -hmm. Shakespeare's a Taurus. We also said John Muir was a Taurus. It's so funny that we like keep picking quotes (laughs) from fellow Taurians. Um, And then your moon sign. So your moon sign is going to be how you express yourself emotionally. And and it's also how you want to be approached emotionally. So that's going to be your internal world or like your internal monologue in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And Shani, for you, you're a Libra moon. So, and I think we've talked about this theme of Libra for you Mm -hmm. because then the third of the big three is going to be your rising sign. So it's your sun, your moon, and your rising. And your rising sign is how you appear in the world. So if your sun sign is like who you are, that's your self-expression, that's your true self, your rising sign is almost how you project yourself, like how you appear to people. And it's your outward facing personality. And Shani, for you, that's also Libra. Yeah. So you have two significant Libra, you have two Libra placements in your big three. So like, even though you're a Taurus sun, for you, like if you were to pull up horoscopes and look Look at horoscopes you can look at Taurus but I would also suggest reading the Libra one as well because mm-hmm. most astrologers would say when you read your horoscope you should read for your rising sign that's the most important and for you that's Libra rising um but there are other specific signs um and for you like the theme of Libra is strong for you and you have them both in your first house. Hmm. And the first house is like physical body, personality, that's your self-expression, self-worth, all of that. And for Libra, Libra's themes are, you know, you're charming, you're collaborative, you have a sense of justice, Mm. you can be idealistic, you can even be indecisive. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Libra is also very creative and artistic. Libra loves beauty in the world. So the fact that you decorate your home beautifully, you like, you like to look a certain way. You want your appearance to look a certain Mm -hmm. way. That's beautiful to you. You know, that's creative to you. Um, And so you're very into aesthetics. Libra is about art, art and aesthetics and justice and collaboration. But back to the indecisiveness, like, have you ever felt like, almost paralyzed by indecision. I, and my loved ones can probably attest to this. I am really bad about being like, no, 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 you decide. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, no, no, uh, you do. What, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. It's just really, I have gotten to the point where I have been so indecisive that I just don't do either of the things that I was planning to do. Like I would just mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'm just in a place right now where I cannot decide. So mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do either thing. And I'll get angry about it. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't understand why my brain can't just yeah. decide, make a choice. 
Yeah. And honestly, a lot of Libras do feel that way, but I want to kind of give you a reprieve of that because like Libras, it's not that you're, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they can't make a decision. But in reality, it's that you see the good in uh, all areas. Like you can see the good outcome in any of the decisions. Hmm. So it's not that you can't decide. It's that you see that any one of these could work out. Or like you said, you want to make it so it benefits everybody. Like Libra's collaborative and group effort and relationships, relationship focused. And so you have others in mind. So there's nothing wrong with being that way. But I can understand how it would be frustrating to somebody to feel like you can't make a decision. And that's where, you know, I feel the sense of justice and creativity and artistic, like, reasoning comes in. Yeah. And that, that side of Libra can help you decide. Yeah. It's like your sense of justice, your sense of collaboration, your sense of relationships can help you make decisions because that's going to be your true deciding factor because those are, those are your values. I think that's a good point. I feel like sometimes I'm a really bad people pleaser. I've, I've been that way. And sometimes it, it, it can be a really great thing when you are an artist to want to, um, a, be attractive to the masses, but at the same point, you mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to put that people pleasing down because and it doesn't always benefit you as an individual to constantly be caring so much about what everybody mm-hmm. else is wanting to do in that moment. And I'm mm-hmm. really bad about not making a decision because I want to make sure everybody else is having a good time. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I will, it's like I do, it's like I have one of those like computer analysis things in yeah. my glasses and I'm just like, you know, checking everybody yeah. down. Like, yeah. Oh no, they're not having a good time. Oh no. <laughs> Well, I have some more good news for you, but I kind of just, as we're talking about it, I want to explain it so that other people can get a sense of what kind of information you get in an astrology reading and in the stars that can help you decide your destiny. So like, like I said, there are specific signs that can let you know how you naturally relate to the world. So your rising sign, what we just talked about in Libra, is how you present yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. And your Venus sign is going to be how you love and how you want to be loved or like what you value in yeah. love. You know what I mean? Your Mercury sign, that's how you communicate. And it's also how you like to learn. Okay. So that can be really helpful too, for people who are like, you know, thinking about going back to school or just starting out in school. Like, how do I like to learn? How, how do I relate to that communication? And then one thing that you were talking about earlier, um, is how you can kind of promote yourself to the world. And a lot of people say your midheaven, your midheaven is how you shine and how you can get recognition in this life. A lot of people will say, even in a virtual sense, it's how you can go viral oh. online. It's, it's how you can promote yourself and how people recognize you and you can get the recognition that you need to do the work you wanna do. Yeah. And the other, two, the other signs that I feel are important is your North Node, which is, they say, your sole purpose. So it's like your soul path in this life, but on the opposite end is your South node. 
So if you believe in other lifetimes and you believe your soul is going through a progression of lives, your South node might've been something you were really good at in a past life, something that you perfected in a past life. So it's something you're very comfortable with. You brought those expertise and that skill with you, that inborn knowledge, Mm -hmm. but your North node is kind of like where you're headed. You know what I mean? It's like where you're going in this lifetime. It's not all like roses and flowers, like astrology, like I use astrology to like pump people up about who they are, mm-hmm. but I can also use it as a, like, there are some things that are naturally, it's like a warning sign, like look out for this, you know, yeah. and that's going to be your Saturn. So wherever your Saturn is, is going to be kind of where you can f- find yourself having some hard lessons in life. Those, and you've heard maybe people talk about their Saturn return, mm-hmm. which usually happens at the end of your twenties. And we all kind of feel like we're spiraling out of control in our twenties, yes. in our late twenties. But in reality, that's like literally written in the stars. Like you're, and that can also be something good for people to know. So if you're in your late twenties, and you want to look out for some things, get an astrology reading. Like it can literally help you like work through some of this existential crisis. Yeah. And it's not just the signs. Like it's not just what is your Saturn in? Like is your Saturn in Taurus? Is your Saturn in Capricorn? But it's also the house which it's in. So Mm -hmm. that's why you need an astrologer because the interpretation of the signs in the houses, that's pretty set, but each astrologer is going to have their own little bend on it. And also you would need to know, you would need to know what house it's in. So like how I was talking to you earlier about your midheaven, how you can shine and get recognition in your life. Your midheaven, all everybody's midheaven is going to be in your 10th house. And that's your house of career. That's your house of, um, you know, things like that related to your job mm-hmm. and yours is in cancer. Hmm. So first of all, that's a water sign mm-hmm. and cancer is related to motherhood, nurturing, healing, um, you know, being a caretaker, <laughs> it's related to family and home being connected to your roots. Yeah. So it might be like, again, this is how it can help you. It might be if you relate your work back to your nurturing personality, because I know you have a very nurturing personality mm-hmm. and that's just part of who you are. If you look at it as I'm giving a service to people, I'm nurturing others by sharing my knowledge about me and my work, yeah. that might make it easier for you to yeah. do the promotion. Do you see what I'm saying? And yeah, then for like, sure relating it to, you know, healing and being a mother type figure or caretaking in some way, you, how you love to take care of Pidgey mm-hmm. and your plants. That's all part of you yeah. and how you shine in the world. So sharing that with others is going to get you recognition. Mm-hmm. It might not necessarily be like, oh, this video of me nurturing Pidgey, that's not about acting. Yeah. <laughs> but people are going to come to your page because they're recognizing like a natural attribute of you is nurturing and they're, and it might draw more attention to just you and your work in general. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. And then like, what, what other questions did you have specifically? Cause I definitely want to answer any questions you have, like of all the signs that I went through, like, do you have something that you're like, I want to know this? (laughs) Um, yeah, I was really interested in the uh, the nodes, like the north mm-hmm. and the south. That that was that sounds really interesting. Um, yeah, 
For sure. I would like to know more about that. (laughs) Definitely. So your North node is going, is in Pisces in your sixth house. Oh, okay. So again, Pisces is a water sign. Ah. So you have a lot of like watery, nurturing, like energy. And Pisces is the sign of like the mystic. Pisces is a healer. Pisces is a very spiritual sign, very connected to music. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you can feel music energetically. Mm -hmm. Um, But with it being in your sixth house, it means you're kind of bringing structure and routine. So the sixth house is the house of health and wellness, which you are very mm-hmm. dedicated to in your yeah. yoga work and in your herbal work and you're eating, you're very healthy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so that is all part of it, but you moving towards the more mystical healing side of that, that's part of your life path. Hmm. That's part of your life purpose because your South node is in Virgo. And so Virgo's like the opposite, right? (laughs) Of like Pisces, like Virgo is very analytical, very structured, very like can get almost too lost in the details. You know what I mean? Because you'll get so bogged down in the routine that you're not leaving room for the spiritual mystical to come in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's already what you're comfortable with. And I know that because I know you're really good at routine. You're really good at structure and creating a plan. Yeah. But your path is to make space for more, the spiritual world. Mm. And, um, you know, maybe in a past life also, you, because your Virgo's in your 12th house. 12th house is the sign of Pisces. Sixth house is a sign of Virgo. So it's almost like so interesting. You're you're flip and that goes back to your back and forth. I see a lot of conflict in your chart. So it's not conflict per se, but it's just you have a lot of indecisiveness. Yeah. And it can feel like that in your life. It can feel like you're constantly going back and forth between this and that and this and that. And it's mm-hmm. like, when will I get off this seesaw? And the, the good news yeah. is that you can, it doesn't have to be that way because it can be about balance. A seesaw can be perfectly still when it has equal weight. Yeah on each side. You know what I mean? And that's where your Libra comes in. Libra is about balance. Mm-hmm. That's why the signs gave you a Libra moon, Libra rising girl. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, <laughs> she needs this. that balance. <laughs> she needs this. She needs this. So yeah. So I would just say, don't beat yourself up. If you struggle going back and forth about things, don't, this is, this is my message to everybody. Stop shaming yourself for who you are. Stop shaming yourself for things that you feel should be different. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason you have you feel indecisiveness about about things. Yeah. And maybe it's that you need to find more balance for you in particular. For other people, it might be something different because their north node and south node is different. But for you, it's about finding balance. So not going too far one way with the routine Mm -hmm. or not going too far one way with like the spiritual mystical side, because you can really get lost in there too. Like you can be out in the woods somewhere, like not knowing, you know, like what's going on. But um, yeah. So tell me what you think about that or like what questions you have. Well, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I feel like um, 
as I've gotten older, I will say that I am, I'm trying to spend more time finding the things in my life that bring me joy more than the things that I, I feel like I have to get done because Mm -hmm. I'm really bad about making lists, which aren't, it's not bad to make lists, but I make a lot of lists. I like cross off the list and then I add to the list. And it's like Mm. a never ending to-do list that I, I then feel overwhelmed by (laughs) (laughs) and then I crumple it up and I throw it on the floor and then I feel guilty because I did that. Mm. So I am trying as I get older to find the things that ground me in uh, joy and just whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a to-do list to do today, but you know what, instead I'm going to play with my plants or I'm going to go for a walk outside, or I'm going to do yoga or whatever it is that is bringing me joy Mm -hmm. at that moment. I, I want to do that. Like today (laughs) I, I have a chair in my house that I've had for a really long time and it doesn't match anything anymore. And it just was like an eyesore. Like I'm always like covering it with a blanket and then like, and today I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what's under this fabric. And I just like ripped it apart. And it's like this green chair underneath. And I was like, well, this is exactly what I needed in this space. (laughs) I needed to do, but instead I was like, I'm going to take this fabric off this chair because it's bringing me joy. <laughs> exactly. So and I, like, it's so I interesting. <laughs> yeah. And that's so important. Like having play and like, yeah, that is the secret. I feel that a lot of us are missing, you know, yeah. is the play aspect, the re- the relax, truly letting yourself relax to let your yeah. mind have space to create something new or to create play or things like that. Like that is always going to put you in a position of power. And speaking of power, you have, (laughs) you have an eight house stellium. So that's another term in astrology that a lot of people might not be familiar with and you would get to learn it in like a reading, like an in-depth reading. Yeah. But stellium is when you have three or more signs in a particular sign or in a particular house. Okay. You have three signs in your eighth house, including your sun sign. So eighth house themes in your life are going to be very significant. Mm -hmm. Like, and here's like eighth house is about business. Okay. Finance Mm -hmm. power. Like if I had to say one word for the eighth house, it would be power. Okay. Um, sexuality, transformation, death, rebirth, healing, even taxes Hmm. and shared inheritance or shared wealth. So a lot of people say eighth house is related to shared wealth. So also with you having an eighth house stellium, you might have significant influence in your life from death. Yeah. And I don't say that to bring the mood down, but I'm just saying you can learn lessons. You can learn more about yourself and life through the, le- the lessons of death yeah. and rebirth okay. and shared funds, shared inheritance. Um, just, I know you're like, you have told me before and I'm not trying to share your business, but you're saying like, sometimes you struggle with like dealing with financial things. Like yeah. as far as like, you don't want to talk about money. You don't want to like, think about that a lot, you know? Yeah. And I will just say that 
that's just you that's part shared inheritance or taxes shared funds Mm -hmm. is a large theme in your life so being able to work through that and um, understanding that again is going to give you more peace and balance in your life that's so interesting Mm -hmm. But, and honestly, your Mercury and your Jupiter and your sun are all in your eighth house. Now, Jupiter is the planet of expansion and luck. Okay. So you have luck in the realm of shared finances, taxes, things like that. Mm-hmm. If you claim it, you know, and yeah. like you taking your power back in that area Mm-hmm. might be something you can focus on. If you want to try to take your power back in a certain way, okay. that would be a good way to do it. And again, your Mercury's in your eighth house. So that's going to be how you communicate, how you like to learn. And you have the ability actually to be really good at managing finances in business. I'm and discovering that here. as I get older. So I'm really, yeah. I'm super interested in this. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's all a part of who you are. And like, you know, maybe some things that you might've felt like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to look at it. I have definitely felt that way about finances before, but I'm telling you the power, especially as a woman of controlling your own money Mm -hmm. and knowing exactly the amount of money you have and knowing the freedom you have from money. That is a power that is so real. And I feel very important especially as a woman. And even as a Taurian, a Taurus woman, we love to experience life with all five senses. Mm-hmm. We love lux- luxury. Yes. Whatever, whatever luxury is to you. We love that. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be Louis Vuittons. It can yeah. be like uh, taking the earth. Yeah. It can be, mm-hmm. it can be buying all the plants you want. Mm-hmm. The, regardless of how you see life, money is a part of life. And the sooner you embrace like that, and the sooner you want to have power over that, then the more luxurious you can feel in the life. So I know you said that relates, but I just wanted to bring that up too. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So interesting. Oh, I know. I feel like I could listen to you talk about this all day long. Like there, <laughs> just, like there are just so many aspects of it when I hear it out loud. Yeah. It just it makes so much sense. And I feel like so many questions that I had about myself or, you know, like we said, like little irritations that I'm like, why am I like that? And (laughs) it starts to, it starts to make sense. And obviously, you know, you don't, I, me personally, and maybe it's the, the, like the wishy-washiness of me, I don't like to fully invest myself into like anything because I'm mm-hmm. always like a little skeptical of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to, I like to try everything because I am, I'm interested and I love to learn about new things. And I feel like with astrology, it's like one of the few things that I'm like, I can fully get into this. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> like I'll read, I have like a little book that I bought myself not too long ago and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. read like my loved ones information. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is so them. Like, you know, yeah, you're just yeah. like, I, that is so them. Um, yeah. 
it's it's so interesting I I love I it. know I love it too and that's why I want to encourage people because I agree there are so many skeptics out there yeah there are people who will say the rudest things about astrology like write it off as woo woo whatever yeah. and I'm like dude like give it a like at least listen have a reading at yeah. least have a reading before yeah. you can judge it and say that has nothing to do with me it's like, again, like Shakespeare said, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. It is the roadmap. It is the routes you can take. It is the familiar landmarks that will help you find your way. It's your GPS guide. And you can take off through the middle of a forest if you want, but I'm telling you, having a guide, having your GPS map is going to be like <laughs> <Super helpful. laughs> way better than just like traipsing through the woods, like, and getting lost or whatever. So like, that's what I would say. Like, I agree with Shakespeare to a point. It is in ourselves to decide our destiny, um, but the, the stars do hold information yeah. that can be very helpful And so I just want to encourage people, like if you were looking for something to help you kind of understand yourself more, get an astrology reading. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this, is this something that you can do for people? Do you feel comfortable doing this for, for others? Yeah, I actually offer two different types of astrology readings. So like I have a short one that's just Mm -hmm. like a 30 minute reading that specifically has to do with your North and South nodes. Yeah. And it has to do with kind of your big three and your destiny and things like that. So it's like an overview. Yeah. But then I have the full in-depth reading and that's like a 50 minute reading where I go through everything that I kind of just went through with you, including like your Venus sign, Jupiter, Saturn, like all those things. And again, I'm reading your birth chart, but there's so many ways you can use astrology. Mm -hmm. Like I only offer those two readings, but there are astrologers who offer astrocartography. You can find out places in the world that you would be better suited to live, depending on if you want to focus on your love life or your career. Um, my teacher Cho at astro.forecast, she does forecasting. So hers is about taking the, um, you know, projections and the forecasting information and relating it to a particular time period in life. Like if you're like, I want to know what the next year is going to hold for me that she can do those kind of things. Like I'm just now learning about stuff like that, but I can do like a birth chart reading about like, you know, your chart as you were born. That's so cool. I love it much <laughs> uh, thank you for this I this You're was welcome. such a beautiful first podcast back together after our b-day yeah. Yay. Um, I wanted to share I'm kind of <laughs> I feel like you and I have kind of gone through this with the southern sayings I know that there are so many more of them um mm-hmm. But the ones that I know and the ones that I find very interesting, I was like, I feel like I've said them, but I want to keep hunting. But yeah. I decided to go, I decided to go another way. Okay. And I decided to look for Southern superstitions about gardening. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> so I found one that I did not know about this. And I've, I've messed this up so many times, but it, <laughs> in Appalachia, which is mm-hmm. oh, where we, where we're from. Um, mm-hmm. It is uh, known to never say thank you for a plant. Really? Yeah. It's a common belief in Appalachia that you should never thank someone for a plant or a cutting. Some folks say that it's just bad luck and others say that the plant will die. 
Oh my God. Either way, yeah. best just to give a response like, what a gorgeous pepper. <laughs> <laughs> what a gorgeous pepper. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. I, I just is. had a plan for my birthday from a friend of mine and I said, thank you. I hope I don't die. <laughs> Please don't die, little plant. Just kidding. No, thank you. I uh, yeah. <laughs> want a gorgeous pepper. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a plant for my birthday too. Like, oh my gosh. I don't have a southernism, but I just had like my mom and my godmother came to visit me here in Ireland. So they brought the South to me here oh, in Ireland. <laughs> And we had so much fun, like traveling around last week. It was my birthday week. And we were like, drove all over my mom, but got me a plant. So I have a new Monstera. What a gorgeous Monstera. What a gorgeous <laughs> Monstera that is. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we were just driving around. Like I drove us all over Ireland, girl. Like we went from Kilkenny Castle up to Galway back to Dublin like we have we drove all over this country and it was yeah we had such a great time and it was just so funny like just funny seeing them two together because it'd it'd be like me and you going on a road trip you know what I mean like we would just be giggling and like having fun and I don't know it was just like cute to see so I love that they brought they brought Habersham to Habersham in Ireland. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> oh my it's so wonderful. Oh, this was magical. And I swear I'm gonna I want to get all the information from you at some point. I'm so interested to know to know every little bit. I feel like the more I hear about it, because I feel like you in the past had done like a shorter version. Mm-hmm. um through Marco Polo but that's gone now because <laughs> it's been yeah. deleted um right. but this is just so interesting and I feel like one of the things that I think is super important is to to learn about yourself to the fullest degree because it's only going to make you a better person and it's going mm-hmm. to make you you know understanding to others as well because you don't know what that person is made of and <laughs> what they're walking exactly. around with and yeah. It's just such a beautiful thing. And why would I be upset to learn about something that's based on the stars? Like, come I on. I I I'm in <laughs> awe of them every time I step outside at night. Like, why that's so exactly. <laughs> I mean, civilizations have been using the stars for so many things. I mean, that's how they built the pyramids. Oh, that's yeah. how they built these sacred structures here in Ireland. Like the stars hold a lot of information. That's what I'm saying. They might not hold our destiny, but they definitely hold some very valuable information yeah. that we can use in our day-to-day lives. So I love it. Yes. This is beautiful. Thank you so much You're for welcome. taking the time to, to do that and for sharing with me and all of our sweet, sweet listeners and yes. y'all, if you want this, just get in touch with Stace at the Pink Stage. You won't regret yeah. it. Send <laughs> my link in bio, babes. You can click right. on it there. We love you, our Taurus queens. Y'all. We love you so much. <laughs> Lizzo, Shakespeare, John love you. <laughs> All right. We mm. will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.